This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mm. And then the fluffy egg. And real cheese folded over the side, looking just so good. Mm-mm. Grilled onions and a butter bagel, too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mm. I participate in McDonald's. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out of the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our friends over at Dr. Squatch. Promo code I'm Fat20 for 20% off your orders of $20 or more. Team Hochberg, 855-56-David, 56david.com for all your mortgage needs. And Mazda of Orland Park. Call Eric at 708 444 3200 I am Rick Camp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. Jay, this weather was made for fats because we're probably the only ones that can survive without five layers of clothing outside as it's, I believe, a high of, oh, like three today in the Chicagoland area. But uh, I don't know about you. I'm keeping my fat ass inside today. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere today. No interest in leaving. Uh, it's my my thermometer on my phone says four degrees officially, which I don't know what about the number four comes off as so insulting, but that that seems like a very <laughs> insulting temperature. You know, it's like, eh, it's not zero. Yeah, it's not 10. It's four. It's just like, yeah. ugh. <laughs> yeah. Although four is a solid number, solid looking number on a jersey. Definitely. Definitely. It's a good number. I'm a big 44 guy. I was always okay. a 44 guy. I wanted to be when I had uh, visions of being a fullback instead of a fat lineman. I always envisioned being number 44, but uh, never worked out. You could have been a fat fullback. Yeah, I was too slow and couldn't take the ball with any sort of uh, clarity. So that that was that was that that held me back a little bit. Anyway, thanks for jumping in and listening to the I'm Fat podcast. We always appreciate it. Follow us on all of our social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at I'm Fat Pod. Uh, we have our T Public shop where we just debuted our new I'm Fat Podcast. I guess we'll call it like an alternate logo because Rick and I do have a sports background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so our alternate logo is the pink frosted donut I'm Fat Podcast logo. Hit up the link in our social media bios at Linktree and it will take you to the proper uh, web page for our T Public shop. That's the best way to do it. Uh, support the podcast. They always have sales at Public. One just wrapped up on Saturday. I know a lot of people jumped on and bought some merch this week, so we definitely appreciate that. Uh, what else, Rick? We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash I'm Fat Pod. 
And I think that about covers it. So, yeah, we're yeah. very easy to find. If uh, if you can slash I'm Fat Pot it, we're probably there. Absolutely. And always remember, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, and then rate and review the podcast. That <laughs> helps us out greatly in terms of, you know, messing with the algorithms. Because really, isn't that all of our goal in life? But anyway, first thing that I thought of this week is it was a one of the bigger individual days on the calendar national pizza day was this week and i'm glad that this has been celebrated by everybody by normies by fans (laughs) just the fact that everybody partakes because we all know how big of a part of our lives pizza actually is and we're just not afraid to show it anymore no it's truly a uniter pizza is one of those things that everybody loves and i I think i've i've said this before but you're out, you're with a group of people back when you could be with groups of people. Remember that? Let's live in that time. Yeah. And you'd kind of be discussing what to do, what to eat, and say, hey, let's get pizza. And everyone's like, yeah, you know what? That makes everybody happy. Everybody gets what they want. Everybody loves it. I don't know anyone who's like, eh, about pizza. There's no one who's like, eh, I'm kind of out on pizza. That right. person does not exist. And if they do, they shouldn't. There, I'll say it. <laughs> Sorry, it's just a universal thing. And if anything can re- can unite this country, it's National Pizza Day. It should have come, you know, maybe yesterday would have been better. Um, yeah. But man, and of course, you know, I went out and on National Pizza Day and said, "Gonna try a new place," and uh, new place was not that good. Really, and it kind of—I don't know if it was because National Pizza Day. It was National Pizza Day. Maybe that ruined. Maybe it made it hurt a little bit more that I was kind of like, meh about the pizza it wasn't bad it was just kind of something i'll never really try again it's a local place i'm not going to name it because i know there's people that like it and it wasn't terrible it wasn't bad by any means but Mm -hmm. of all the pizza places i've had i probably would have preferred them to what we ended up getting but hey lesson learned and uh you know the eight mozzarella sticks we got as an app uh that that made it go down a little bit easier that's for sure but the disappointment rick when you try a new place and you're excited about it and you go in there and the experience inside is good everyone's really nice it looks good it smells good you get your pizza box it's appropriate it's got the map of italy on it like our i'm fat podcast t-shirts at our t public shop all the signs are there and then the pizza's kind of that was disappointing that really is disappointing i mean I'm trying to think of the last place that I tried that I was truly disappointed by, but it's it's definitely been a minute. That's been one of the the nice things of uh, moving to the area that I have is there's a strong amount of uh, good pizza places. Now I'm and for the record on National Pizza Day, I went and got a couple slices from Old Town Pizza in Lombard, which is one of them that uh, that I realized on my tweet because we we both put out tweets. Shockingly, uh, you recommended um, uh, uh, Rosangeles. Yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> but I threw out there for the record for those that are not on Twitter that are still fans of the pod. Uh, Pal Joey's in West Chicago, Gulliver's, and I believe it's considered Oak Brook Terrace, but it's like right on 38 before you start hitting the highway. Um. I recommended Dominic's in Villa Park, and the last one, of course, is escaping me, <laughs> which is great. Let me go back to my, let me go back through my Twitter and do this because and it's going to make me mad when I see it because I've really got like this lineup that I just are my go tos. Oh, Roma D's in Warrenville. Yes, that's that's a place you mention often. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's not yeah, it's not quite Rosangela's level. But uh but yeah, I mentioned that one a good amount. I actually had a different food ex- a different pizza experience yesterday. So, I was over doing laundry at my mom's because I'm an adult and <laughs> at least you did it yourself, right? You didn't have yeah. your mom do your laundry? No, of course All not. Right, yeah, keep her away from no. those socks. Right. <laughs> Jesus. What? What happened? More of a toilet paper guy myself, but either way. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I tried the DiGiorno Crescent Crust or Crescent Croissant Crust Pizza. Oh. And let me tell you, it is the perfect balance of like crispy like crispy outside while still being pretty doughy on the inside. And when it's like you think of a DiGiorno, there are times where maybe that crust on the outside is a little too cumbersome. Mm-hmm. It is not that at all. It's flaky, but like when you really get into it, you get that little bit of doughy and the cheese and the sauce and the toppings are the same. It is probably my favorite variety of DiGiorno pizza. Interesting. So I have not had DiGiorno since I had like the one where you buy the. Oh, I'm thinking of Boboli, aren't I? Is that the one yeah, where you where buy you, the dough? Yeah, that's okay. Boboli. I ha- never mind. I have had DiGiorno, but not in a long time. The, so the croissant crust. I'm writing this down. Croissant crust. I'm gonna get yeah, some of that because I've been like, I've been in a rut with with oven pizza lately. Mm-hmm. We're just we're a Jack's Pizza family. Not that that's yeah. a thing, but it's just our go to for frozen pizza, and I just sure. kind of. I've kind of maxed out on how often I want to have that anymore. So I need a new option. And I think part of the reason I hadn't had it before is this isn't the cheapest thing in the world. Like, I want to say it's, hold on, I think I pulled it up. I mean, it's like six bucks and it's not the biggest pizza in the world either. So you're going to need two. Oh, well, for 12 bucks, I might as well just go get a pizza though. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, if it's, if it's just you. You could probably get away with one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. If it's multiple people, if like if it's if it was like you hope and Addy, you'd probably want to get two. Okay. Um, is just my guess. Because it's like more is it like six or seven slices? Because it's more squared. So um, but it it's I'm telling you, it, it's if nothing else, it's worth a try. Yeah, it sounds good. And then and then make your own decision. But we got the pepperoni one and it was wonderful. Excellent. Wow, that's a big endorsement. Yeah, that, that sounds really good. I it's again. I've been in this frozen pizza rut. Part of it too is I just don't have the freezer space for it. It's like hard to store, and that's why we kind of go with Jacks because mm-hmm. I can take three and cram them between the wall of the freezer and the ice box, like yeah. the ice maker. Yep. And I can just jam them in that wedge. So pizza and boxes are tough. But like my, what my mom does is she just gets the same. I think she might get DiGiorno's too, but she gets the personal ones. And she'll just take them out of the box and then just remember it's whatever, 425 or 10 minutes or whatever it mm-hmm. is. Because we used to be a big Celeste pizza family. Remember those little? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's 425 or 12 minutes. I'll remember that for the rest of my life. <laughs> and uh, they were those were really good. They're dirt cheap. You can go to Dollar Tree and get them for like a buck. Nice. But they're, they're personal pizza, good little snack, like four little. I actually would equate that to four corner slices. So it's definitely not a meal. Sure. Maybe it's maybe a lunch, right? But um, all right, yeah, all right. I'm gonna try that because I'm on my own for lunch today, uh, so the world is my oyster. So I'm, I, maybe I'll go get one of those at Target and see how it and give it a shot. 
speaking of giving things a shot, finally, I finally, finally remembered to get the beignets at Popeye's. Ooh, yes. I keep forgetting that, too. I've been to Popeye's at least twice since they've been brought up on the podcast, and I keep forgetting. So we were trying to decide what to get for dinner last night. We were just kind of, I don't know. I don't want that. And then I had a revelation, like, we got to get Popeye's. I haven't had Popeye's forever. It's exactly what I want. So went and just got the eight-piece meal, and it comes with four biscuits and a large side of mashed potatoes, which is what we got. And then I surprised Topanetti with an order of beignets. It was like a dollar fifty or something for three, but they gave me like five or six and nice. charged me for three. And then uh, so had those. They were really, really good. Now I've had them at Cafe Du Monde in New Orleans, and I've had them at Chuck Southern Coverage Cafe and Burbank or Darien. Those are the best I've had, but those are properly prepared, made with care, like. By a mm-hmm. pastry chef. As far as the fast food dessert goes, the Popeye's beignets might be the best I've ever had. They were really, really legitimately good. They're not huge. It's probably two, like maybe the size of a pizza puff and a, or a, a pizza roll and a half. So they're not giants. Oh, okay. But the chocolate inside is delicious. It is Hershey's chocolate. And then they just fill the paper bag with powdered sugar. So you can just sort of chocolate. shake it up. And get it to uh, and get the the, sh- the sugar coating on there. It w- I was very nice. impressed, and I know people had sort of raved about it on the you know in our emails and stuff before. Mm-hmm. My expectations still were not very high, but man, they were terrific. And I for how cheap they are, it should just become part of your standard order of Popeyes. Like it, they're, they're cheap. It's, it literally is maybe one ninety nine if it's even that much. Okay, so it's essentially the the period at the end of your ordering sentence. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's it's just it was so so good. I was very okay. impressed. I am going to have to do that. I'm excited out. By the way, that made that made me think of when I went to Chuck Southern Comforts Cafe for a Bears pre and post game back in the Doug and OB era. Oh yeah, and they gave us. Like they did this really cool thing where they set up one of their like uh, one of their like banquet rooms with like a little stage. And that's where we were. And then they had like a pregame breakfast spread. And, you know, they had all your regular drinks and Bloody Marys and all that. And then they everybody could stay there through the game, through post game and for a little while after. And it was like a flat fee to get in. It was like a really good deal for people to do. Mm hmm. When we got there and they brought out a plate of beignets for, for us, you know, it was mostly like promo engineering and me that were there that early and said, oh yeah, look over the breakfast menu and we'll also bring you whatever you want. For one, biting into a beignet while ordering crepes <laughs> is probably one of the best things you can do because their crepes are incredible. The beignets are so damn good. Like, I, I'm like you. I've been to Cafe Du Monde, and I've had Chuck's, and those are, like, pretty damn comparable. They really are. So, for one, if you want to try legit beignets and you're in the Chicago area and have no intention of going to New Orleans anytime soon, go to Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe in Burbank or Darien. But, yeah, that's, man, that, I haven't been to, I need to go to Chuck's. I haven't been that's to it. Chuck's in a long time either, and their breakfast is amazing. I just get this thing, Chuck's Machicado, which was 
it's like scrambled eggs with uh bacon and and sausage and whatever like kind of what they would have a brisket one and you would eat it with taco shells oh my god chucks everything at chucks is amazing one of my favorite meals ever there is their saturday special the cochinita pabil Mm-hmm. which is uh, like a, a pork shoulder tacos with this orange habanero salsa dip. That's just, it is maybe my favorite, you know, like item menu item in the world. It's the, the Chuck's coaching needed to is fantastic. Yeah. And like most places when they have multiple styles of food on a menu, I'm mm-hmm. a little leery of the place. Cause then it probably means they specialize in none, but I've yet to have anything bad from there. And I've had, the cajun stuff i've had barbecue mm-hmm. i've had mexican and it's all been fantastic it's all great uh, so chuck for those that don't know chuck pine is the owner he was uh he worked under rick bayless who is the owner of frontera and shoko and all those great places in chicago those great mexican restaurants and of course he's a barbecue guy as well they've got the burbank i think both locations actually have like a smokehouse built onto the building it's everything, and you're right about that. Typically, a place that doesn't specialize in anything is not great at anything. Chuck's is great at all of it. But for me, if you've never been, the first time you go, check out whatever specials they're offering that day because mm-hmm. the specials are really amazing. Like they're typically, you can't go wrong. Even if you sort of blind order the special, you're going to have something that's going to knock your socks off. So yeah, Chuck's is a place I love. They were with us on the Madhouse podcast for a long time. Um, but man, they're, it's just so, so good. I love Chuck's. It's funny. You say, like, I'm like nodding along, like with the, oh yeah. Like if this was in tweet form, it'd be like, absolutely. Everything's good. You know, look at the specials they have, you know, they're really creative. They have different stuff every day. Jambalaya. Oh, they're like, jambalaya cause I end up, is... cause I end up just ordering jambalaya basically every time. It's so good. And I know you are a guy who you find a thing you like and you order it over and over again. Um, yeah. and I, I understand that, you know, I, I definitely get it, but Chuck's is a place where if you can't make up your mind, if you're like, man, I, everything looks so good. Just get the jambalaya because mm-hmm. it's perfect. A day, and if you're like a day like today, <laughs> oh, it'd be so great. The jambalaya, jambalaya would be absolutely perfect today. A cold day. It's, it's sort of a thicker, uh, served and it's got a nice amount of spice. It's not too spicy, but it's also not wimpy. You know, it's going to make you get the sweat beads on your forehead, mm-hmm. but it's not killer. Man, her jambalaya is amazing. Damn it. <sighs> <laughs> Are you telling me that we make each other hungry on this I podcast? I think I'm going to have to get out to, uh, I might have to take a ride today. I, I just said I'm not leaving home, but I might have yeah. to change my mind. Uh, when I do leave my house, I'm going to do it in my nice 2015 Mazda CX-5 that has two payments left on it that I bought at Orland Park Mazda. Yep, that's right. Mazda of OrlandPark.com. They are our newest partner, and we're thrilled to have them. Call Eric, 708-444-3200. He'll get you hooked up with your next Mazda. And if you've not been a Mazda driver before, or if they haven't really been on your radar, you're not alone. I was sort of the same way when I looked at buying a new car. I was in the market and didn't really know where to go. And uh, I knew Eric from his uh, relationship with the score. and said, hey, man, I just sort of need advice on buying cars. He's like, well, come in. Like, you know, we got used stuff, different brands, whatever. But I took that Mazda CX-5, took it for a test drive for a few days. He let me take it home for three days, take it to work a few times, and just fell in love with it. And uh, I'm a Mazda customer for life. And if you shop at Mazda of Orland Park, you will be too. So reach out to Eric. Again, 708-444-3200. It's not just the Mazdas. It's the service. It's the uh, 
the accommodations they have for you there when you take your car in for service. You know they're going to use Mazda certified parts. It's going to be done right. It's going to be done uh, inexpensively. And while they're doing the work, it's a good place for you to chill out. You feel safe. You got some coffee, some treats, all those sort of things. Uh, the entire experience at Mazda of Orland Park is what will keep me going back when I'm ready to buy a car probably next year. I think that's when we're going to be in the market. We were driving yesterday, and Eddie said, ooh, that's a CX-5 next to us. I go, yeah, that's a later model. She's like, oh, yeah, the headlights are different. She was, like, noticing all the differences between wow. my car and that car. Um, so she's like, oh, I like that color. I like that navy blue. So she's already got her eye on our next car. Now she just needs a damn job to help pay for it. <laughs> but MazdaOrlandPark.com. Again, Eric, 708-444-3200. So I saw some news that really excited me this week. All right. McDonald's has, you know, already gotten back into the good graces by bringing back the spicy nugs. Yes. They're doing it again because for four long years, we have not been able to order the high, the orange high C from McDonald's, but it will be back in every McDonald's by June of this year. Excellent. Excellent. And that's one of those items that i think you can can you buy that in stores can you buy the high sea lava burst i i think so even if you can just like their coke and diet coke there's something about the mcdonald's fountain that makes it perfect it's the crack it's (laughs) it's the crack line tubes yes (laughs) yeah it, it might be but whatever it is it makes their their drinks so much better, and I, that orange lava burst was the same. Because I know, I definitely know when I was younger, you could buy that in stores. I just don't know if it's still available in stores aside from McDonald's. So that's great news because that is such a delicious pop flavor. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you call it pop. It's not juice. It's more of a pop than a juice, right? It's been I mean, so long since I've had it. I mean, I don't remember really being like, carbonated or anything so it's not really but it had kind of a effervescence to it though it wasn't just like a straight straight flat juice either yeah i don't know it's just delicious yeah it doesn't matter who cares it's amazing it's i i will get when that's back i'm getting it i don't even care that'll be my sugar intake for the day (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm down that sounds really really good i i'm so glad that's back and I, i there's like a whole generation because did it say how long it's been gone? I think it's at four years. Okay. It seems longer than that. But again, it's probably just because I haven't. I like sugar. Sugary drinks are just off my radar as a diabetic. I know that I probably don't cut my carbs enough. So I try to cut my sugar as much as I can. I'll have like I'll designate myself one sweet a day. Like yesterday I had a beignet from Popeye's. Right. Yeah. Or I'll have a couple cookies, a couple Oreos a day or whatever. Um, and I've really cut out non-diet sodas because they're just full of sugar. And I know it's whatever. It probably doesn't make much of a difference when I'm having two cheeseburgers or whatever. But in my brain, it makes sense. So that's what I've yeah. been cutting out. But I, I'm going to make an exception. And when that is at my local McDonald's, I will be ordering it because it was so good. And that just nostalgic taste. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Nostalgia is being sold more than ever, it feels like now. Well, so yes, because we'll lean into it <laughs> like 18 months ago. Life was normal. It's like it's Facts. so strange. I'm watching uh, for Valentine's Day this today. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday, Valentine's Day. Hope surprised uh, me and Addie with a Parks and Rec themed breakfast. 
because you know on that show they have Galentine's Day, so it was more about Hope yeah. and Addie. But there were like pictures all over the wall. We had waffles with tons of whipped cream and all that stuff. And um, we're, so we sat down. We we're playing Parks and Rec Bingo. That was part of the breakfast. We're going to watch the show and have a bingo card. And just seeing people interact normally. This episode where um, uh, Andy knocks his tooth out yeah. and they go to a dentist's office. And people are in an office just sitting around talking close to each other. And it's kind of jarring. Like, have you noticed that like, when you see scenes on TV of people close together without masks, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, ooh, I don't, I'm tired of feeling that way, man. I'm really, I know, right? it's, I, I, I want normal again so badly. It's just, it's kind of depressing like to see like, oh, a, a random scene in a TV show where there's a bunch of people in an office, you get like squirrely about it because your brain, now our brains are, are programmed to fear tight spaces and ugh, it's i cannot well, wait I mean, for this for fats, I, that's kind of always yeah it's thing. always a tight space but um I just, I just can't wait for this to be over man i got like this week i had we bought addy two christmases ago ticket or yeah tickets to a concert that was supposed to happen in april of 2020 and they just sent an email like okay we're officially canceling this well yes thank you it is february yeah. of 2021 i assume the concert from april of last year is canceled but just like ugh. The constant reminders of how this is still going on is it's tough. I know it's it's tough on everybody, but it just I don't know, just like seeing a scene of a TV show I've seen a thousand times where just people in a room. Ugh, that's weird. That shouldn't be weird. Right. God. Anyway, sorry. Sorry to derail the podcast. I did have some good stuff this week though. Speaking yeah. of my daily sugar intake, uh <laughs> Addie's Girl Scout troop did not sell cookies this year just because the logistics are tough and mm-hmm. we don't want girls putting themselves at risk for any way. But other troops decided to do it. So this year I had an order from this troop in New York that is made up of all homeless girls, which is really cool. So oh, like, nice. all right, that makes sense. So we ordered two boxes of Thin Mints, two boxes of uh, Tagalongs, which you wouldn't like because they got peanut butter, and uh, two boxes of Samoas. And I have to say... I'm not not one to complain about Girl Scout cookies because I love them. As soon as those cinnamons came, I think I had the box open before the others were on the table. But are they are the boxes getting smaller? Are the cookies getting less? I feel like that was definitely the case last year. Yeah. Maybe they're just trying to keep us from gorging ourselves on an entire box. But I feel like I could take it down a sleeve of Thin Mints without blinking. Oh, absolutely. Yes, that's 100% a thing. Because not only are they a thinner, by the name, and lighter cookie. <laughs> well, they're, they're healthy because they're thin. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, just because they're, they're so light too. that and the layer of chocolate on the outside is not like overwhelming. So I, I think they hit those proportions right to where you can pop those things like potato chips. Yeah, that's dangerous, too. Because I really could. And the other thing, are you this way too where oh, I'm going to have two or I'm going to have three and then you eat them quickly and then you immediately stand up and d- go double the order? Uh, go no. grab three more. No, because I never start with actually saying I'm only going to have two or three. Okay. Yeah. You're, I'm you're more like, self-aware than me. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Yeah. That's, that's part of my problem. Like when everybody is like, everybody tells me like you don't like so many things that are for fat people and that help fat people get fat how did you get fat and i'm like well the things that i have i just have a ton of them <laughs> quantity over quality yes absolutely 
So that's how I do it. So it's like, oh, I got myself this family size thing of double stuff Oreos. You know, that's going to last me a good while. You know, three or four sittings later, they're gone. Yeah, they're gone quick, too. Like a, like I've done and just like an at least an entire sleeve at a time. That's interesting. Yeah. Of double stuff Oreos. Well, they're double stuff, so they take up more room in the box, so it's really not that many. Oh, fair. See, it's how, for those that aren't fat that listen, this is how (laughs) we spin things in our brain, and this is how we become fat. Well, you know, four double stuffs, like, it looks like a lot of the package, but it's, you know, it's only four cookies. Well, Mm -hmm. that's probably, you know, a good third of a row, right? Easily. Yes. Something like that. (sighs) The shame. The shame of of our fatness, but whatever. We're happy. Yep. We're happy. I uh, yep. I had to restock the Oreos this week, and Addie was with me at Target. She goes, "Can we do golden Oreos this week?" Sure. Why the hell not? Let's yeah. mix it up. And they're healthy because <laughs> they're golden, mm-hmm. or something. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I'm I'm very much looking forward to lunch today, where I'm on my own. It happens so rarely. Hope and Addie are going to visit uh, my mother-in-law, and uh, I'm just like, hmm, I can get whatever I want. That's got to be liberating. I know. I just don't know. It's a lot of pressure to make the right decision. Right. Yeah. Especially when it's such a rare thing. That's yeah. You got to almost like have a hit list. Well, and the other thing too, is I also have time at home alone. So I got, I don't want to have to go too far for the food because I don't want to cut off my solo time where I get to play video games or whatever I want to do or listen to loud music or whatever. Speaking of socks. <laughs> no, I can't do that in daytime. <laughs> That's really? Shame. No, I don't know. I, of course I can't. Okay. I can't because I live with people. I'm never yeah, alone. Okay. Fair. <laughs> it's like two of my things are I'm never alone and nothing is mine. Yeah. <laughs> Go Bears. <laughs> yeah. It, I, really, I always say to Hope, like, is anything just mine? Like, I bring home a new sweatshirt. Remember that they gave everybody score yep. hoodies? Mm-hmm. Like, please. I love this thing. It fits me perfectly. It's so comfortable. Just this is the one thing of mine I don't want you to wear. She's like, no, I'm going to wear it. I'm like. Fair enough. I'm, I'm not right. going to argue with you because sure, and you'll dribble nacho cheese on it or whatever, and then it will be ruined. But so far, that sweatshirt is still holding up. But yeah, it's never quiet. I'm never alone, and nothing is mine. Go Bears. That's that's, <laughs> that's totally the way to put it. I think it's about time on that note to go to the Fat Foam, which is brought to you by our friends at Team Hockberg. 855-56-DAVID, 56david.com. For all your mortgage needs, our guy, David Hochberg, is one of the most respected mortgage guys in the business, this area, anywhere else, because his goal is to make you happy. He realizes if you make money or save money, whatever whatever your situation is, whether you're buying, selling, or refinancing your home, that's going to help him out, which means more money for him and Team Hochberg when your clients are happy They'll tell other people and you'll get more business. Hmm. Funny how that works. Hmm. So if you're looking to buy, sell, or refinance your home, or really just kind of have questions about the process, contact Team Hochberg because they want to make the process as simple and easy for you as humanly possible. So go to 56david.com, call 855-56-DAVID. And if you're kind of just, you know, around the edges of the idea and you kind of just want to get a taste of what it could be like to work with Team Hochberg, I recommend on Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., listening to Home Sweet Home Chicago on WGN Radio. That's 7.20 a.m. for those keeping score at home. 
That's David's weekly mortgage talk show that he has on the radio. He gives you advice. He takes calls answering questions. He has guests that give their advice as well. It's really good stuff and can give you a good primer for what the process could be like. So one more time, 855-56-DAVID, 56david.com to talk with David or one of the qualified members of Team Hochberg. And remember that Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender, NMLS 1124061. The fingers you have used to dial are too fat. To obtain a special dialing wand, please mash the keypad with your palm now. We only have one fat phone submission this week. Dudes and women and whatever. We need more of these fat fashions. 708-858-3314. Even if it's an ask a fat question, Submit it via voicemail. People don't want to hear us talk the whole show. They want to hear some other voices. So 708-858-3314 to leave a message on our fat phone. And that's precisely what Sean did. Hey, guys. This is uh, Sean from Streamwood. Love the podcast. So I just wanted to call in today and share my fat session. goes back to one of my great eating accomplishments. My senior year of high school, it was me and a couple buddies of mine. They wanted to see how many cheeseburgers I could eat at one sitting at McDonald's. I didn't get paid for this. I wanted to entertain myself. I wanted to entertain my friends. I agreed to do it. Uh, they paid, which was nice. Um, I remember that day warming up, you know, like any elite athlete, you have to warm up, right? So I warmed up with a box of mac and cheese at lunch. And then uh, when the main event came around, around 6, 7 o'clock, we went into McDonald's. First, I started off with seven single cheeseburgers took those down pretty pretty fast pretty good went up ordered another six uh first couple went down okay but then by that third fourth and fourth one it was it was getting tough um but i was able to uh finish those six and then i just needed a change of pace so i ended up finishing with a medium fry and a sundae so final tally was 13 cheeseburgers uh one medium fry and a sundae not too bad so i uh i go back home and I walk into my parents' dining room, and I'm like, hey, guess what I just did? Thinking they'd be proud of me. Maybe not the most proud, but hey, you know, uh, I did something cool. And uh, I'm sharing that story with them, and my my parents had some friends over. And uh, my dad's friend Jim goes, wow, 13 cheeseburgers. That's really impressive. But, you know, I, I remember once in college, I ate a whole bucket of KFC chicken. And we all just looked around the room and just stared at each other. And we're like, what? And, you know, me, you know, thinking I had just become the Michael Phelps of eating here and uh, having a great accomplishment, my, my sense of accomplishment just immediately went down the drain. So I guess my question to you guys is whose was better? My 13 cheeseburger performance or my dad's friend Jim whole bucket of KFC chicken. Um, and by the way, we, we all know that Popeye's is better. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> yeah, throw that shot in. <laughs> we got to throw the shot in at KFC. Of course, we have to. The Colonel! Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the question. And, Rick, you don't hear the uh, Ask a Fats, or you don't hear the fat phone calls. Uh, I do, because I, I, I put them in the system for us. Um, so I had heard that ahead of time. So I did a little pre-search and found out that KFC buckets come in 8, 12, 16, or 24. Mm. But if you go to the website, 
the first like 10 or 15 options you see are for eight. So I don't know. Hmm. We need to base this decision on what, how do we do this? Do we assume it was a, a bucket of eight? Do we say, do we raise it to 12 in our evaluation here? We need to know the number of pieces of chicken in the bucket because it matters. Absolutely. I mean, I guess we could start off with one McDonald's cheeseburger to one piece of chicken. Mm. What is that considered equal? Does one side have a little bit of an edge to the other? I think that's where we have to start with the evaluation. That's a really good question. And I would say I would probably call it one for one because you're going to get some drumsticks in there Mm -hmm. that are not quite as meaty as a breast or a thigh. But the cheeseburgers are pretty lean, but you're getting two buns with each burger. Right. So I would say probably the average would be, well, fairly even. I don't know. I, I might give a little more to cheeseburgers, actually. Because I, I there's, de- there's definitely more work involved in the, on the chicken side. That's for sure. Well, la- so, all right, let's, I'm going to try to. So last night when we had Popeyes, I had uh, a, a drumstick and two breasts. And I okay. was like, <laughs> dying full. I also had a biscuit and mashed potatoes and one beignet. And I was good. Like, I was set for the night. I was stu- overstuffed. Um, but if I was to get McDonald's burgers for lunch, I'd probably have what he ordered. It would be two burgers with a, with a fry and a drink. And that's good for a meal, too, but not to the point where I'm full. So that's kind of the question. I think, though, looking at 13 burgers... A medium fry and a Sunday. I'm going to call that more of an accomplishment than an eight-piece bucket. Mm-hmm. Just because of the carbon take you're taking in with those buns. True. And I might even say, even if it was a 12-piece bucket, I still think the bread factor makes Sean's accomplishment a little more impressive than 12 pieces of fried chicken. Yeah. I I lean that way as well. I'm because I I don't think you can underestimate even though it's only a medium fry. After all that, to then add even though you're getting more of the salty in there, so that at least changes it up a little. I still think you have to factor that in as well. So yeah, I think I'm with you. I think I think in unless we find out this was an ignorant size bucket. <laughs> That's officially on the menu, by the way. The ignorant size bucket? Yeah, you just got to ask. The Colonel! Sorry, I love love that drop so much. (laughs) It's such a great drop. Oh, God, it's so good. Yeah, I'm with you. I think think it's uh, uh, Victory Sean as of now, unless other other information presents itself. You know what's funny, too, is I was hearing that story. When he started talking about the Sunday, I was like, well, naturally, because you need to cool your stomach off. That's not a thing. What? I know. (laughs) It's not a thing. But it was like... You're taking in all that food, sometimes having the coldness it le- offers some relief. Am I alone in this feeling where sometimes eating something cold, if I've eaten too much, will make my stomach feel better? Probably um, not. I'm an the idiot, only maybe. Th- well, you are. But <laughs> the thing is, I could see maybe if you had something that was kind of giving you heartburn or something, or it was like, you know, a little a little burning in like, the, in like your throat, mm-hmm. then maybe going the ice cream route would make some sense. But in your stomach? I don't know. Maybe I just, maybe I'm just looking to justify ice cream at that point. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame you for that, but oh, this made me think of this. I tried um oh, what was the brand name of the 
like as if as if every cookie dough wasn't you know edible mm-hmm. it was like the considered edible cookie dough or whatever and really good also incredibly terrible for you oh had the no worst idea. thing ever yes that i mean cookie dough is pure trash for your body yeah like i looked i looked at the and i was like oh it's like only like 90 calories and then i, I looked at the serving per size bite it, yeah pretty much <laughs> it was like two tablespoons so, so I'm like, oh, boy. Well, I'm still eating the entire thing anyway, but, you know. It's funny you mention this. This random ad has been popping up on my social media feeds. The company is called Dope. D-O-U-G-H-P. So it's, I like it. It is edible cookie dough, and they've got all kind of flavors. Like, I see Cookie Monster here, Ride or Die. It's, you know, it's one of these online brands that's mm-hmm. trying to trying to be a creative way to do it, but... It looks amazing. I just can't bring myself to order this. Like it's just a fat block in my head. Like, can I really commit? Like, because you gotta, you can't. I think I don't think you can buy just one. Like, you can buy like a variety pack, and it's like thirty bucks. Like, am I gonna spend thirty dollars on cookie dough? Do I need to be doing that as a diabetic, as a fat man, as a guy who's on a bunch of medication? Should I be doing this? Probably not. But if the people at Dope want to send us some, we'd be happy to have some. Sure. I'm fatpot at gmail dot com. <laughs> yeah see i was just i was at the jewels and uh and i saw it there and boy i am not that brand co- though no 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 okay, not okay. that brand no it was uh there's a there's t- a ton tickleberry? of tickleberry tickleberry something like that i'm gonna skip that one <laughs> yeah probably a good idea was it given to you by a man in a windowless van hey <laughs> Come over here to try my tickleberry. Sir, this doesn't uh, taste like cookie dough. <laughs> oh, boy. Did we gone too far? We may have gone too far. Uh, possibly. <laughs> possibly. We just have to. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> but, yeah, that was because I know we've all done it. But, like, so growing up, my mom would always make more cookie dough than cookies she intended to bake at one time yeah so she would have it in like uh pretty much not basically like a log and it would just be you know aluminum foil wrapped well then magically if she went too long without making those Mm -hmm. uh there would be a solid like i would take the butter knife and i would just like cut a piece off Mm. so then i like wasn't even really trying to hide the fact that i was like siphoning off the cookie dough as long and, as you weren't taking whole bites out of it, just leaving like teeth marks in the wall. No, that's gross. No, I would not do that. No, I was like cutting pieces off for myself and doing that. And then <laughs> at one point my mom walks into the room and I'm like playing a video game or something. She's like, can you at least let me make some damn cookies? And I was like, I guess. Hey, so you let it sit in there for five minutes. What do you expect? Hey, yeah, Exactly. What am I supposed to do? Your image of uh, eating from the cookie dough log reminded me of college. My roommate, Brad, uh, was just like a Northwoods, Wisconsin guy. Great dude. Awesome guy. Uh, but and he was a hunter. And after breaks, he would bring back venison, like sausage for us that he would have cured and whatever. It was like a sausage log. <laughs> we would just pass along the log of, of venison and it's like. I'll just take a bite out of the log and like pass it around. Oh my god! Speaking of things that make you cringe during COVID, yeah, we would literally seriously. just pass along a sausage log and eat it together. Uh, me and like four of my roommates, so that was always fun. But that's the visual I had of just the 
the log of boy that was good though that fresh venison sausage whoo delicious i don't know that i've ever had venison it's really uh well isn't it like really lean uh i don't know it's it's if i said gamey does that does that mean anything to you like it's it's oilier yeah than your average like pork sausage or or you know it has more of a um the meat is just kind of i don't know how else to put it it's really good it's delicious but it's it's Mm -hmm. definitely like if you i couldn't like sneak it to you and you, you would know it was something different. Yeah. But I can't imagine you wouldn't love it. Okay. It's terrific. If you like any sort of summer sausage or any sort of, you mm-hmm. know, sausage you put on a cracker like like that, you yes. would love it. Venison is terrific. All right. I think it's about time to get to those Ask a Fat questions. With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further. This tax season, there's zero fees to switch. Enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just 25 bucks a line for four lines. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Now that's the best deal in wireless. Metro by T-Mobile. Empowering you to rule your day. All lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Excludes sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See MetroByTMobile.com. Hi, friend. It's your home speaking, and I need some favors. Could you turn on some of the lights in the basement? Um, I'm scared of the dark. Also, this one is easy. Could you bundle your home and car insurance with GEICO so we could save money? Last thing, just a suggestion. Could you steam clean the carpets? I need a spa day. GEICO. For bundling made easy, go to GEICO.com today. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. Ask a fats today are brought to you by our friends at Dr. Squatch Natural Soap Company. You saw them on the Super Bowl. Couldn't believe it. There they are. Dr. Squatch on a Super Bowl ad. I got more money than I thought they did. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, and there we weren't, by the way. And there we weren't. Probably a good marketing decision by the, the people at Dr. Squatch. <laughs> Head to DrSquatch.com. Check out everything they have to offer. You saw the commercial. You know they've got great soaps, but it's not just the soap. It's the deodorant, the hair care kits, the toothpaste, the beard oil, everything that you can put on your skin and body to keep it smelling good, to keep it healthy, Dr. Squatch has to offer. I like to say that my bathroom looks like a Dr. Squatch shipping facility. Because it really does. My shower has four bars of soap lined up right now. I've got the Area 51 brick, the uh, Wood Barrel Bourbon. I've got the Chalky Milk, and I've got the uh, Peppermint on my uh, soap saver there. And then I've got the hair care kit behind that. And the other shelf, I've got the toothpaste, because sometimes I like to brush my teeth in the shower to save some time. I use everything Dr. Squatch. When I get out, the deodorant comes on. So want to be like me and smell like me? Might not sound like the greatest thing, but I promise you, I do smell good, at least in the morning. Go to <laughs> DrSquatch.com. Take that Squatch quiz. When you're ready to check out, use that promo code IMFAT20. You'll save 20% on your order while helping the podcast at the same time. So if, if it's your first time, pick out you know two or three bar soaps. And then the pro tip is to get that soap saver. They've got the four wide soap saver or just a single soap saver. Uh, whatever you go with, it's going to make your investment last a lot longer. I feel like the bars last at least twice as long when I have them on that soap saver as opposed to just on the shelf or on the rack in my shower. Uh, that soap saver is essential on that first purchase. So DrSquatch.com, 
check out what they have to offer. You're going to love it. You'll become a subscriber. And when you do, you can save there too. But that promo code works. I'm Fat20. Whether you're a subscriber or a one-time orderer. Is that a word? Orderer? Sure. Sure, it is now. So go to drsquatch.com. When you're ready to check out, use that promo code. I'm Fat20. You know, it makes me think of uh, our guy, Kevin Zipak, who would always give us the backhanded compliment of, and I think this was more directed at me than you. Uh, you don't smell near as bad as you look like you should. That is a, that is, that's the kindest thing that Kevin's ever said to anyone. That's probably true. You know what I love to do to Kevin Zipak, by the way? Annoy him? No, when he is to actually compliment him. Oh, yeah, because he doesn't know how to react. He doesn't know how to react, and he feels like it, it's a psychological game. I'll be like, hey, man, that that uh, that open you made was really good. What? No, it's good. I liked it. And he's just waiting for the insult. Yes. And, and that's the best part because it tortures him. It eats him up inside. Was he serious? Did mm-hmm. he really like it? Or is he just... What's he, he doesn't know how to deal with um, compliments. By the way, Kevin Zipak just moved to Houston. Got I was a job just going to say, there. I was just going to say in that vein, good luck to Kevin Zipak. I think knowing Kevin Zipak, mm-hmm. he's going to fit in really well in Texas. I think <laughs> <laughs> I think the people of Texas will welcome him with open arms. Yeah, they'll, those are words. They'll love his politics more oh, than anything yeah. uh his uh vague his vague ethnic look will go over well there too oh definitely uh i i i think that Ke- when i think of texas <laughs> i think of kevin zipak <laughs> the thing that might get him that that might actually help him the most is his assless chaps that he'd always wear to work yeah that we, well, we kept telling him like dude you can't keep wearing these to work i mean i i mean i understand that i sweat a lot when i sit in these chairs but i gotta sit in the same chair yeah right you don't need to leave uh you don't have to get it started for me but the speaking of assless chaps did i tell you about my experience at o'reilly auto parts uh, that's a hell of a transition <laughs> and no okay so two weeks ago i needed a new battery for my, my I, I drive my late sister's 08 ford escape that's our backup car and just you know, time, the battery wears out. So I had to get a new battery and I'm in there and the guy's behind the counter. And he's like, like clanking around. I'm like, man, that guy must have the biggest set of keys on him of any human being of all time. Right? Like yeah. he must have the janitor keys comes around the corner. Rick, this kid couldn't be more than 25 years old. He was wearing spurs. What? Yes. He, he had, had like Tim Duncan on his back. Full on, yes, he did. He had full on cowboy boots. With real spurs attached to him. Oh my god! I was like, "What?" I and I looked at the guy behind the counter who was working with him, and he just kind of looked at me and just gave the shrug, like, "I don't know." <laughs> I don't know. The guy was awesome. The guy who helped me with the spurs could not have been more helpful. Uh, put the new battery in. Showed me a couple tips and tricks. Whatever. He, pu- he accidentally punctured your tire and paid <laughs> right, for the yeah, new yeah. one. He lit a match off his heel and lit a cigarette. <laughs> no, but uh, he was great. And then the next week, I had to go in there for a headlight went out on my Mazda, yeah. and he helped me with that too. Same guy. He not had the spurs on that day though. I was a little disappointed. But that was my uh, that was my O'Reilly Auto Parts experience. So shout out to Josh in the Crestwood store. If you need a battery, go see Josh at O'Reilly. He'll be in Spurs. You'll know that's the kid. <laughs> or could, to wrangle a bull. <laughs> couldn't have been nicer. Did an awesome job. Uh, great dude. But I was just very surprised to see, huh, there were no horses in the parking lot that I saw. 
<laughs> just it was very cool. It's something I did not expect to see, and I. Is that a thing it. you can get? Is like a side gas pedal, so you can like, it's like super <laughs> I don't know. I just go. hey, what you know what? People have all different fashion statements. That was his, and I'm like, all right, I've never seen that before. I respect it. I respect the hell out of it. All right, first ask a fat comes from our guy Lance Levine. He says, finally, something Rick and I agree on. I, too, am a huge Gordon Ramsay fan. One of my favorite memories of Vegas a few years back is actually going to Hell's Kitchen. You put Ramsay on a Fox show, and I'm in. <laughs> Quote, yep. Gordon helps a struggling dry cleaners turn their business around. Next, on Laundry Hell. Hell yes, chef. <laughs> yep. Anyway, Lance says he went to Jenny's ice cream shop, hoping they'd have that nonsensical bagel mess. Uh, it was gone. It was sold out. I would have taken one for the team and tried it. I asked the girl at the counter if it was gross, and she hemmed and hawed and finally said, well, if you like onion and garlic, you'll probably like it. In other words, yes, it was gross, but these people pay me, so I'm not allowed to actually say that. So instead, he went for the skillet cinnamon roll and the gooey Ooh. butter cake, uh, 24 bucks for two pints. Yes, Jenny's is not cheap, but it's really Jesus. good. So I had not had the skillet cinnamon roll before. That is described as dark caramel, cream cheese pastry, and cinnamon, and then in parentheses, lots of it. That sounds really damn good. Okay. Cinnamon roll is a tremendous flavor. Yes. This just in. <laughs> right. <laughs> and generally a pretty good smell as well. And I think, well, you've only tried this one, but I think the gooey butter cake might be the flagship ice cream at Jenny's. Like, I think okay. that's their most popular. That's the one they sell the most of. That's kind of what put them on the map. So if you're going to go there for the first time, that's sort of what I recommend. But everything there is good, uh, except I can't speak for the bagel one because it sounds nasty. Sorry. Yeah, it does. Okay, this one is from Dave. What is the best fast food bag? He said that I'll say Taco Bell. Their bag can fit multiple other bags that have been littering his car. See, that's interesting. I was going to say don't like the Taco Bell one. Because it's designed to hold only tacos, mm -hmm. but so many other things there come in boxes or whatever that sometimes it can pitch and tip a little bit. It's more wide than it is tall. Culver's, if you get a decent enough order, will give you a plastic bag, as will Portillo's. So those two places for me, they win the best bag contest because if you place a big order, it's nice to have that handy with the handles plastic bag mm -hmm. i also think that just seeing a bag for portillo's makes me have to have it okay there's something about the red stripes and the dog where i'm like well that visual has been placed in my brain now so i need it yeah no but, that's good that's by the way huh. I, I got a free tamale from portillo's this week i forgot to really? mention this opened up my bag took my order i'm like there's a tamale in here they read my mind checked the receipt wasn't charged for it Everything else in the order was perfectly correct. I got a gift tamale. What a time you to be alive. like order one and got two? You no. You just like didn't order a tamale? I did not order a tamale. tamale. Yeah, I did not order one and there was one in my bag. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe life I'm, isn't so bad. I'm trying to th I'm trying to think if for in terms of the bag. See, like the two best bags that I think of are can, not technically fast food. Can, like I, can the, I guess for you? Okay. The fry bag at Cento. Ooh, uh, that's really. Good. I see. I wasn't thinking like that. If we're counting that type of thing, yes. Is it Cento or Centro? Centro. Okay, Cento is the cherry pepper relish that I like. I got the two brands mixed up. My bad. Yeah. 
So Centro's fry bag is really good. But in terms of like just thinking a a quality bag that like you can use for other things, kind of like how Dave was referencing. Okay. I'm noodles and company has a really big bag, but it's also like, it's, you know, that it's not technically fast food. It's like fast ish food. Mm -hmm. And when you get a big enough order at Qdoba, or if you get one like DoorDash or something, it's a big paper bag. Okay. Like it's actually like legitimately, it's really, it's a really good bag where like I used it to bring down recycling. Some of the recycling yesterday inside of said bag, I was able to fit, I want to say four or five other like smaller bags along with some bottles that were crushed. I mean, you can fit a lot into that thing. And then they do the thing where they have the, um, some sort of adhesive at the top of it to where, or it's just like, you know, some sort of tape thing. So that way, once they put your food in it and seal it and give it to the driver, that thing is sealed and it's not coming apart until you like base it almost have to rip the bag apart. So solid. So that big Qdoba bag is really good. But in terms of just like the regular bag, and if I guess if I have to go fast food wise, I actually don't mind the Popeye's bag either. It's similar to the Popeye's plastic bag is similar to the Taco Bell, but it's bigger. Okay. So I think it makes up for some of the faults. Sure. And they have just good packaging in general. Yes. They know how to do it there. Uh, Small complaint in the uh, food storage world. The Wendy's large cup is so soft that every time they hand it to me from the drive-thru, I feel like I'm going to squeeze it and just pop all the pop all over myself. See, I I never even bother with the large because the medium is so big. I always forget the medium is enormous. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then you just have to tell them light ice because they load that thing with ice. So does Portillo's. Yeah, so like I, I either remember to say light ice or I just keep the cup. And like there are times where I'll go to my mom's and I'll be going just after lunchtime. So I'll be picking up lunch on the way. I'll get Wendy's and then I'll walk in the house with my cup full of ice and I'll just kind of like, you know, suck on the ice cubes throughout the afternoon instead of having to go get water or something. Because, hey, if they're going to fill my cup with, you know, four fifths ice, mm-hmm. then I might as well at least utilize it. When I had Portillo's this week, the same day as the free tamale, uh, I had just been out shopping, so my mo- I was parched because I had you know I had a mask on for an hour or whatever, so I needed a drink before I got home. So I got a large Diet Coke from Portillo's, finished that, no problem. So I get home, we sit down to eat, and I take a can of Diet Coke and pour it into the la- mind you, a large Portillo's cup, twelve ounces. That's what it holds. Wow! I filled it to the brim. And that's with some of the ice significantly melted because I had drank an entire pop already out of that. So it held 12 ounces of pop. And that's not a saying anything bad about the cup in and of itself. No, it's It's just uh, how much ice is there. And their ice, them and Wendy's have that same kind of Mm -hmm. flat on one side, round on the other side, giant ice cubes. Yep. Yep. This is conspiracy. Trying to chip us out of our pop. You know, by the way, Jip is something you shouldn't say anymore. I just learned that. Really? Yeah, it's tied to gypsies. Oh. I never knew that. I didn't either. Yeah, well, now you know. The more you know. How about that? I'll probably have to be told that like two or three more times because I'm an idiot and I'll keep forgetting. I know. I just did it. All right. Got one here from Lindsay Hot Potato Halleck. That's how she identifies herself. I just said her last name on the show. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Anyway, uh, (laughs) the topic is school lunch. (laughs) 
She says, reminisce here, guys. I'm 35, but still remember my favorites, at least my very favorites, vividly. I loved rectangle pizza and dino pasta. Others were crazy about Bosco sticks and smile pasta. I found a way to eat almost every choice at school except for tuna noodle casserole day. No. It was the one day I would go to White Hen before school and get their deli bologna sandwich, and they invented over mayoing before Jimmy John's was a thing. Thanks, and as always, love you guys. Side note, I went to I Love Fries because of you and mentioned and how you mentioned it on the podcast. They know who you they knew who you were right away and gave me magnets and the best service under the sun. Thanks for the wreck. That's from Lindsay. Uh yeah, thank you, Lindsay. Uh so school lunch. Rick, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that? I know we've talked about this before. Uh I my memories are negative because we used to have to do football practice in the morning while they were cooking the eggs. And just the Ew. smell of cooking eggs and running just didn't go well together. Um, but rectangle pizza day was the best because it was a dollar yep. a slice. It was made by the moms. It like went to the mother's club. But it, towards the end of my tenure at St. Lawrence, we got Taco Bell and Pizza Hut for the rest of the week. So that was pretty big. But the, the rectangle pizza was my go-to all the time. Yeah, rectangle pizza for sure. See, for us, it was, see, I'm thinking more like elementary school. It was like each day was a different thing. Mm-hmm. So rectangle pizza day was always great. I've told the story of, I believe the guy's name was Craig Walker when he found a staple in his cheeseburger. <laughs> yes, you have. So there's that. And then other than that, it was like, yeah, I, th- I don't know if there was like a chicken finger day or tender, probably more of a tender. Uh, but the the ones that stick out for sure are the burger and the pizza. And they were delicious. When I was in grade school, well, at least for elementary school, we did not have uh, hot hot meals in my grade school. We had we would bring our own lunch, and then I don't know, you know, like time is not a thing when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it was once a week or once a month, whatever it was. There was hot dog day, where the the moms would get together, they'd boil a million hot dogs, and then throw them all in a bun and wrap them in foil. And then you got however many you ordered, and they would come with a packet of ketchup and mustard. Those were always the most exciting days in grade school was hot dog day. Um, but we did not have hot food at St. Linus when I was in school. So that's something that my daughter has now. And what's cool is her school, even though they're hybrid, uh, actually, they're not hybrid yet. They're going to hybrid in March, which is a whole other thing. But with kids learning from them, they're still supplying lunches for people that need them. So that's cool. there's a couple days a week where Addie's like, hey, I love the she For whatever reason, she loves the salad they have at her school. It's very strange, but she just loves the mm. dressing. So she always goes whatever days are serving salad. So she'll get like Bosco sticks or chicken tenders or whatever. But that's something I missed out on was hot lunch at grade school. I would have really liked it, but I made up for it <laughs> in high school when I would get 15 slices of pizza or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, I I lived on Bosco sticks my freshman year in college because the door, you know, you knew what each dorm was good at making because some of them would have different stuff mm-hmm. like in uh douglas hall r.i.p uh there was dog pound deli which was you get a good size sandwich chips and a drink for like five bucks wow and and it was great you could get all the meat you wanted on it all the everything that you would want and same price chips and a drink five bucks it was fantastic um so that I guess when they uh, when they demolished that hall, they moved the Dog Pound Deli over to uh, Stevenson Hall, which is, or at least at the time, was for more of your sophomores or older people that were living in the dorms. And there was more of like a uh, uh, more of like a 
oh my god like a food court type feel mm-hmm. to it where there was like four five six different options so it became one of those options uh that's that's one that definitely more than anything sticks out from college i'm trying to think of what was there there were there was nacho day and neptune <laughs> and and members of nacho day and neptune <laughs> right uh yeah they were a parliament cover band but I think that I think those were the main ones. I might be missing something, but it were in the hall that I stayed my freshman year in Grant. It was just kind of meh. So I'd be like, uh, Bosco sticks, sure. And yeah. then they're every day. So I always want Bosco sticks. That was one of my regrets about very few. I'm very glad I went to Lewis. I love my time at Lewis, but I didn't have all those options. We only had the basic cafeteria, which had limited hours. Like it was open for like four hours in the morning, four in the afternoon, and like three at night or whatever. And then there was the Flyers Den. Which was, you know, your pizza, your burgers, your stuff. That's the story I tell of the fish sandwich where my buddy Mike mm-hmm. bought the fish sandwich, then took the box into the bathroom, and then just dropped the fish sandwich into the toilet. Yes. And we're like, where's your sandwich? She's like, oh, I just threw it in the toilet. I'm cutting out the middleman because it's going to be there in 15 minutes anyway, uh, which was the truth. But Lewis, their food, man, they made they gave me an iron stomach. You know, as, you'd see the freshmen like halfway through class or doing like, the squirm, like the clench, yeah. like, oh, I got to get through class. I just ate, <laughs> you know, because after, you know, midway through sophomore year, your stomach would catch up and you'd be yeah. able to handle the Lewis food, uh, which I'm told is much better now. But that Flyers Den, that's good. That was like, oh, man, I'm bored. Let's go get a double cheeseburger and wings. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> like just eating out of boredom, man. Was, yep. And just the height of laziness. We would say, like walking back and say, no keys meaning I'm not taking my keys out to open the door. And then that would evolve to no button. I'm not touching the button on the elevator. Someone else has to do it. So it'd be like calling a shotgun. Nice. No keys, no button, no keys again once you get to the section. Oh, amazing. yeah, we were the laziest people in the world. It was, I miss college. Uh, yeah, dude, so do I. And then I kind of don't at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I, to me, I feel like college was maybe the perfect balance of like responsibility and not. Mm-hmm. Mind you, flunked that the first time uh wildly <laughs> uh but that's neither here nor there okay this question is from scott it's one we've answered before but it's been a minute so there's a lot of people that jump that have jumped in recently to the pod what are your go-to travel slash road trip snacks and are there any must stops at an oasis i'm not a big oasis guy i don't know why the hinsa you- oasis has a um sabaro that's not far from me that's like 20 minutes from my house do you ever slip on down to that oasis no (laughs) i'm stopping you (laughs) halting your bad dad jokes um road i always say combos pizza combos are great yes and recently as we've gone on road trips uh just a a big party bag of cool ranch doritos me and hope and addy love them so it satisfies all of us, and it's cheaper than all of us buying an individual snack. So we usually just get the big share bag of uh, Cool Ranch, and then whatever you know, pop we want to get. Usually Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi, whatever. Uh, for me, beef jerky. If I can find a good peppered beef jerky, I'm here for it. And then either combos or uh, or Chex Mix. One of those two, kind of depending on how I'm feeling on the day or what's on sale. So those are my must haves. If it's a longer road trip, throw in a thing of store brand fruit snacks as well. Oh, those are good. Yep. Good call on that one. All right. I'm out of email questions. Do you have any more? That's it for me. All right. I've got two this or that's 
First one comes from Robert. This or that, popsicles or ice pops? I lean popsicle. You know, before last summer, I would have agreed with you, but we got some freeze some freeze pops this mm-hmm. summer, and man, those hit the spot on a really hot yeah. day. And just to have the convenience of that tube where you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about your popsicle melting, getting all over your hands. Those you know where a lot pops. of those are made? West Chicago. Really? There's a gel cert factory there. Oh, that's right. You've mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I love just those. Off of, just off of Route 59, if you're heading north on Route 59, before you get to like downtown-ish, like kind of whatever you can consider downtown from uh, from 59, you will see the sign for the gel cert factory. It's like right by the train tracks. All right. I'll have to do that. Can you just go in? Like, hey, oh, I, don't, I have no idea. I never tried. That's like when I lived by the Pepperidge Farm Factory, which was torture at the train stop every morning in Downers Grove. Mm. Ugh, man, it smells so good. All right. And the other one is this or that from Greg milkshakes or sweatpants. What? Why, why not? I, mean, I need the no, you have to pick one. Gift. You have to give um, one up for life. I will keep milkshakes and get rid of sweatpants because I honestly don't wear sweatpants that often for me when I'm around the house and maybe it's because, and it's probably just because I'm always warm. I'm always in athletic shorts. Okay. Or the now maybe these would be lumped in, but either way, my answer stays the same. I don't, I always consider pajama pants different from sweatpants that's a technicality and you're correct okay so i can keep my pajama pants and i just lose sweatpants but i get to keep milkshakes yes that's done yeah i'm gonna agree with you on that one uh i'm keeping milkshakes too by the way sweatpants i found at target they're like jogger style jogger fit Mm -hmm. the brand is goodfellow they're the perfect thickness they're not too hot which is sometimes a problem with sweatpants they're nice thin sweatpants material i love them and they were like 14 bucks or something. So I have two pair of them. And whenever they come out of the laundry, as soon as I'm done with, well, I don't really have a reason to wear pants anymore at all because I don't go to work anymore. Um, but, I, you know, I'll put on jeans just to get through the main part of my day. Then usually after dinner, those sweatpants are right on. If they're clean, I'm wearing them yeah. for three or four days in a row before I go to bed. All right. That's yeah, all I got. Much. All right. Uh, I should have asked you before the podcast if i could do this but i'm gonna do this before we get out of here it is uh since we're recording on sunday it is valentine's day uh sorry to end on more of a somber note but it's the 13th anniversary of the school shooting at niu i was a student at the time i was just off campus and there was a whole lot of stuff that went on that is not for here not for the podcast but i just want to uh mention one thing I told myself is I was always going to remember the names of the five people that died uh, in Cole Hall at NIU. So I just want to mention uh, Gail Dabowski, Catalina Garcia, Juliana Jahant, Ryan Mace, and Dan Parmenter. Uh, I mean, often and especially on this day, I think of, of them, their families, every all the, I believe it was 22 others that were injured. I was friends with a couple people that were injured and all of us that were affected by that. And then just how much it sucks that a few years ago we were sitting next to each other um, in the score studios in 2018, the 10 year anniversary of the NIU shooting when the Stoneman Douglas uh, shooting happened. Mm-hmm. 
and how much that was just kind of a kick in the rocks where you think that something like that happening might actually make a difference and it it just hasn't nope. so to the 17 families that lost someone in Stoneman Douglas, 17 others that were injured. I couldn't imagine going through like the type of stuff that I did just as someone that was around and, and a student at the time being in high school. So for everybody at Stoneman Douglas, everybody that was at NIU at the time, uh, thinking about you today and uh, more often than you would think. So thank you for that. Uh, we want to thank our sponsors, Dr. Squatch, promo code I'm fat 20 for 20% off orders of $20 or more team Hockberg, 855-56-DAVID, 56david.com for all your mortgage needs and call Eric over at Mazda of Orland Park, 708-444-3200, visit Mazda of Orland all our social media channels at I'm fat pod, Patreon, T public subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, rate and review the podcast. Okay, he's Jay, I'm Rick, and this is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today. Making the world healthier, safer, and more efficient. That's the mission for IT professionals at Lidos. And right now, they're looking for the next generation of innovators to help transform the business and change the future of work. Excellent pay and sign-on bonuses available. Security clearance required. Put your software skills to work with Lidos. Learn more at lidos.com slash phx2. That's l-e-i-d-o-s dot com slash phx2. For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm. Mmm, grilled onions and a butter bagel, too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm, I participate in McDonald's.